everyone. Welcome to the BA Podcast. Your host, James, with Jake. Episode 136. Happy Friday, Jake. How's it going? You know, it's going great. It's week one of the NFL football season. We had the first game yesterday, and probably one of the best opening games of any season that in some in recent memory, I believe. Um, just a great game. It was fun to see football again. Dak Prescott. It's good to see him back on the field. Ezekiel Elliott. Fuck you. Not fun to watch him not get the ball at all. But as we'll get into later, there's a reason for that. But other than that, yeah, absolutely, it's great. How about you? I'm doing, you know, I'm doing great. It's Friday. It, it's like I said in this line right here. Football is back, baby. You know, it's like you said, excited. Week one is here. Great first game yesterday. I didn't get to watch. Actually, I was following it on the uh, Butcher Report app. I was uh, able to watch the preview on YouTube or uh, the full highlights. So I mean, it was great game. I mean, gosh. Um, and I did get to watch the ending. I was over in with Sauce and Wall Creek. Welcome to the uh, Disney Bundle. The game. Uh, but you know, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Thursday, we got Thursday football. We got Saturday college football. Now we got Sunday football. Full slate of games every week for damn near four months, right? Yeah, basically. Damn near. Basically. Yeah, basically four or five months. And it's the best four or five months of my entire year. Well, I mean, it goes into next year, but I mean, shit. It's yeah. it, I'm excited. Football's back. It's here. Fantasy football's in full effect. Yep. I got well, four teams. Already, I'm already raging in my fantasy. Oh, league. absolutely. No, absolutely. Already raging. I, Gronk played a great game yesterday. He's on my bench. Feels bad. He scored 25. Feels bad. Ziki, well, I imagine three teams of my own. And then my dad actually was like, hey, uh, our work decided to do a fantasy team league. Can you help me? I was like, yeah, sure. So I'm managing his team on ESPN. So I have three Yahoo, one ESPN. And it's every every five minutes just looking at my phone at fantasy. Anything fantasy-wise, just during the game and all that good shit, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, well, let's talk about the game last night. Uh, obviously, it was Bucks cowboys LOL. I mean, it was like you said, it was a really good game. I want to give a shout-out to... Landry, you know Landry, Jake. Yep. Give a shout out to Landry. She is a Cowboys fan. LOL. LOL. they lost. Hey, but hey, I do have them winning the division this year, Landry, so I'll give you a break. But I mean, it was a good game. Dak looked really good throwing the ball. Like, he looked like he didn't have an injury last year. But I did see something. He did have a shoulder injury earlier, like in training camp and in the preseason. Um, some of the throws to his left hand side. So a lot of like there was like started like CD Lamb, like it didn't get there for some reason, even though it should have. Because CD Lamb was wide open. Yeah. Um, maybe his shoulder injury is like a little bit lingering, but hopefully you know he, they figure that out. They have a um, somewhat of a longer week of preparation until week two, so you know hopefully. You know, does does their thing about getting him a lot healthier with his shoulder and all that good stuff. Uh, what do you talk about? CD Lamb, Jake. He's on your fantasy team too, huh? Yes, he is. He's on my ESPN fantasy team, and he gave me twenty four points because PPR, and I think like a hundred yard bonus. Um, he looked good. He had a couple drops early in the game. Um, he had a big play that was called back because of a holding. Other than that, he was really good. That he was really good yesterday. Elliot's in my Yahoo fantasy league, and he did not get the ball at all. 
and that was because um, the Bucks had the Bucks corners were all injured. So and their their t- front seven is pretty good at stopping the run. So you know what? Screw it. We'll just pass the ball every play, and that's what they did. Yeah, that's what they did. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I have. Uh, my dad has Zeke on his team. He only had like. He only ended up having like five points, and my dad was just texting me the whole entire time. What the fuck? What the fuck? Run the ball. Run the ball. And I was like, uh, I mean, like you said, when the corners are hurt, I mean, why not pass the ball? I mean, a lot of it was some really good throws by Dak. I mean, who else had a really good game? Was Amari Cooper? I mean. 13 receptions on 16 targets. Jesus fucking Christ. 139 yards and two receiving touchdowns. I mean, what more can you ask from a, a guy who last year with Dak was playing really, really well, and then Dak gets hurt, obviously, and then, you know, his production just kind of goes with a, uh, the cycling of QBs over in, in Dallas. But, I mean, I hope, I mean, hopefully this year Dak plays uh, it's something. I like Dak. You know, I'm not a big – I fuck the Cowboys, but I, I like Dak a lot, actually. I like them at Mississippi State. I think he's a really good stand-up guy. So, oh, did you, did you hear this rumor that was uh, came to be true? What? Back back when he was a draft eligible player. Oh, the Niners wanted to draft him. Yep, I mean, the Niners yeah. were no. Yeah. Chip Kelly was like, "We're going to draft them," and Trent Balk is like, "No, we're not." And they didn't draft him, and he's been an above-average starter throughout his whole entire career. No, yeah, no, he's been a great player. He can throw the ball. He can run it if he wants to. I, I really liked him at Mississippi State. I, I was like, oh, wow, he's a really good quarterback. And then I think what like how we picked him in the fourth, I can't remember. But, yeah, hey, Buck Trent Balky. So Kelly's doing well over in UCLA now, I guess. They won, they, they beat these, uh, LSU last week. So, I mean, hey, do your thing, bro. But, um, yeah, uh, A.B., uh, not Gronk, sorry, Gonk, got, and Godwin all got TD passes last night. Um, well, I think I think uh, Gronkowski had two. Good for him. Poor Mike Evans. He did not get a touchdown pass yesterday. Feels bad. Um, also, Greg Zerline sucks. Yep, he lost the game for them. He lost the game for the Cowboys. He fucking sucks. He missed how many kicks? Three? Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, I think so. I think he missed an extra point. Too. I can't remember. I just know that. Holy shit. Greg Zerline fucking sucks. Um... But yeah, final score, 31-28-29, I think. Yeah, because the Cowboys were up one. Yeah, 31-29, Bucks. Great game. God, football's back. I was excited. I mean, home. oh, my God. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah. Um, Tom still looks good. He did throw two interceptions, though. Eh. I didn't see his, uh, he's not a big numbers guy. Well, Brady, his, well, one interception was the Hail Mary. Yeah. <laughs> the other one, uh, no, I don't think any of those were a lot of his fault. So it's Tom. He'll figure it out. He's fine. He's also on my dad's fantasy team. So he has to figure it out or I'm going to kill him. But, um, no, I mean, who else? Anyone else pop up in your mind, Jake, that looked really well yesterday? That looked good yesterday? Um, oh, Tony Pollard. Yeah, you know, he, he can actually, like, he's actually a little bit more speedy than Zeke, in my opinion, and he can, like, catch the ball, like, horizontally a lot better. So I, I agree. He looked good. Um, who You know who didn't look good? Who? Ronald Jones. He got benched yeah, in the second quarter for getting, uh, they also peanut, have, peanut punched. Yeah, they also have, like, 30 fucking running backs, it feels like. Yeah, him. 
Leonard Fournette, Giovanni Bernard, who's going to be probably more out there on like third downs. He's like the Rex Burkhead of the team. And James White, pretty much. And Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette are like a combination of Leonard Fournette. Thoughts? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty accurate. But yeah, um, I don't have anything else to add to that game. I mean, again, Landry, sorry. That was our own one, but I still haven't been in your division. Just a little preview of what our predictions will be right there. But yeah, why don't we talk about the 49ers, Lions, week one matchup. <laughs> Playing in Detroit week one, the Niners are. And I am excited they'll be going up against Jared Goff, DeAndre Swift, TJ Hawkinson. Well, DeAndre Smith, DeAndre Smith was implicated in a murder, although it seems to be fake. But he was on Reddit, of all places, where you shouldn't really get your news from. But apparently someone on Reddit said that he is involved in a murder that happened in Philadelphia. Then the cops came out and said, uh, basically, that he's not a suspect. So, what the fuck? Yeah, that that happened yesterday. Who was it? Some guy on Reddit said that. No, uh, no, who, who, who? Devonte Smith? No, DeAndre Smith. DeAndre Swift. Oh, okay. DeAndre Swift. Yeah, DeAndre first, Swift. Yeah. Mean? At first, I was like, wait, that's like, yeah, that can't be true. He's not like he's he's in playing Philadelphia. He's on Detroit. And I look, he was born in Philadelphia. And they said it happened in July before training camp. I was like, oh, maybe. But then the cops Jesus like, no, Christ, no fucking way. Yeah. That was funny. But the cops said not nah, or what? They said he's not a suspect. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Not a suspect now. LOL. But yeah, um, the Niners, uh, they are favored by eight points this game. The over-under for this game is 45 points. 10 a.m. First game of the season. Brian Early. I'm excited. I, I won't go back to the Philly thing. Um, Jesus, why? No, we're not talking about that shit. We're talking about the game. There was dude. a joke. There was a joke I was gonna make, but I don't want to say it. I forgot about it. Yeah, we're talking about the game. We're not talking about no stupid I'll text bullshit. You. I don't. I'll text I don't you care. It. I'll text. I don't you care. It. I don't care. Jeez. All right. Uh, why don't you, you had a question here? Uh, will Trey Lance play? I think he does, and I think he gets his first TD of the season. Either if it's passing or running, I think majority of the time it's gonna be a run. They're gonna put him in at goal line. We've seen it. We saw it against. We saw, we saw it against the Raiders. Um, you know, just absolutely just putting defense on their heels. Um, RPO. Never know what's gonna happen. He just runs it in for a touchdown. That'd be fucking sick. Yeah. I'd be ecstatic. What are your thoughts? You think Trey Plans plays, Jake? The reason why I said I asked that is because I because we didn't know if he was gonna play because his injury. But John Lynch earlier today uh, said that. He will be active, which yes. means that, you know, basically he's one snap away from, you know, being the starter. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like one injury from Garoppolo and he's going to be starting. Jesus. Um, will will well, we I have mean, packages? Yeah, he, I think yeah. so. I think so. Absolutely. No, absolutely. No, absolutely. I, you know what I want to see? I think he plays. I think he plays. You know what I want to see? I want to see a Garoppolo and Lance on the field at the same time. Garoppolo in the back. Garoppolo is the quarterback. Lance on his side, like a running back, would be. Yeah, no fucking have like way. A, no fucking chance. They have like a bunch of like misdirection of Debo and you know Juwan Jennings and just like then like hand the ball off to Lance or something like that. Or Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo throws like a pass to Lance behind the line of scrimmage for a backwards pass and Lance throws it deep. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> that would be sick. 
He's like, he just Imagine. chucks a dude. That would be pretty dope. That would be pretty dope. It's like, whoa, what? Uh, what the hell is this formation? <laughs> a backwards pass. Lance throws a deep Sherfield touchdown. You never, yeah, you never fucking know. With Shannon and how he schemes this shit, you never fucking know what's going to happen. Yeah, that'd be cool. um, but no, no, I think he does play, and I think I'm, it's it's going to be sick. All the packages at that. Um, they, they didn't obviously want to show in the preseason. They're going to show some of it, obviously, against the Lions. Not all of it. You know, it's well, a long did. season, so you don't. Yeah, they did show something against the Raiders, but that was like I'm not sure they're gonna do that at any point this season because like, the amount like switching amount like wide receivers would be switched out. Right. But I, I I do I do see Lance being a factor at the goal line. No, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it's a huge factor in the goal line. Obviously, now you gotta account for not only just one quarterback, but another one who can run the ball. So yeah, no, we'll see. Um, you had another question, Jake. Why don't you ask it? Yep. So now a question I have: since the injuries, God, to the, I fucking I love the I love the silence before. It's yep. it's great. Since the injuries to the secondary, um, they did go out and sign Josh Norman to a one year deal worth two point five million. I I don't know if it's all guaranteed. I think up it might to, be up to up to. 2.5 so, million. It, so it is incentive based. Yeah, it's not fully guaranteed at all or anything like that. Yeah. So it is incentive based. Um, as we know, Josh Norman back in twenty fifteen or I think it was twenty fifteen was a All Pro cornerback. Um, his career twenty fourteen. Or 2014, wow. Jesus, seven years? Eight years, yeah. actually. Eight football seasons. Damn, I was fucking 17 years old. 18. That's crazy. Anyways. No, I'm pretty sure we were, it's our first year out of high school. So he played the, the 18, best 19. football we've seen. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's you no know, other corners that year, but I mean, he played like the best out of yeah. all the corners that year. Yeah, but when he was with the Panthers, and when he went to the Super Bowl, was that the year where they had the uh, Odell Beckham him game, where like Odell, Odell Beckham like launched into his helmet? I think that yes. was. Is that that all that was compacted into one season? Yeah, that like, was their Super Bowl year too. Camden won MVP. Um, but yeah, um, so they signed Josh Norman, um, who you know, getting a, getting a guy at his le- talent level this late, like basically before week one. Um, you know, it's a good signing, I think. It's a low-risk, high-reward signing. They don't give them basically no, any not, money. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. You know? um, so they have injuries to the secondary. Uh, Emmanuel Mosley is probably going to miss the week week one due to a knee injury. Um, yeah. We also heard that um, Javon Killaw might might miss week one as well. We'll get into that a little bit later on about the defensive line, what they might do there. But um, So if Mosley can't go, um, I think that they... As you said, um, or as you say, in the, as, as you said, basically, or as, as you told me, um, you would rather see Lenore, Lenore start, Diamondo Lenore start. You know, I, I agree with that. Lenore showed a lot in the preseason uh, where he looked really good. He looked a whole lot better than Ambry Thomas did. Um, Ambry Thomas is going to be a little bit of a project, which is fine. I mean, you, you have your team's... which we, which we stated multiple times yeah. during the preseason. Yeah, your team's yeah. stacked. You can let him develop, um, let him play special teams, maybe turn a couple kicks, stuff like that. Um, but Lenore looks is day one ready. Uh, he's going to be put into the lineup. Probably he's probably going to be the starter. Uh, I don't have any I don't have any issues with that because you know it's the Lions. Um, their receivers aren't really good at all. It's kind of it's really poor. Their skill guys, their best skill guys are their two running backs. Um, actually, no, their two of their best three skill guys are running backs. Uh, with T.J. Hawkinson being the other great skill guy they have, who's a really good. Yeah, they have, yeah. Um, like you said, you already mentioned T.J. Hawkinson. They have DeAndre Swift, 
Jamal Williams, who they got yeah. this year. Who I drafted who actually, fantasy. I, I, like a lot, I like Jamal Williams a lot, actually. Who so, might who end who might have been a great pick if you know? Well, it was actually a good pick because you know I think he had got I think Swift got injured last year. Uh, he had some inconsistent plays. He did get, yeah, he did get. He had a little. He, he did have eight touchdowns, rushing eight rushing touchdowns. Yeah, but he was like a little. He was a rookie running back. I mean, he did like he still rushed for like I think five hundred yards. He had a lot of receiving I, I was yards looking too. Looking at it, yeah, he, he had you know some receiving uh, too. So he did get hurt, but I think this year, he, I think he'll be a little bit better this year. But I don't think he'll be, you know, putting up big numbers. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. So. Um... I don't think Norman's going to play a whole lot. He's not going to play, you know, all the snaps. I don't think he's going to start. But you're going to see him rotated in there. Um, so now the practice squad, it gets it gets into kind of into this secondary uh, question as well. Um, you're able to protect four guys on your practice squad that cannot be picked up by any other team. Picked up by any other team. So, so yes. for this yes. week for the Niners, it's I believe it's 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 um, Travis Benjamin, Nate Sudfeld. Um, Nine Lies, Dante Johnson, who I had a funny tweet about where when they signed Josh Norman, they had to release someone. So so they released Dante Johnson. And I tweeted after the release, see you soon, Dante. And then nine yes, to 24 yes. hours later, the Niners re-signed Dante Johnson to the practice squad. <laughs> and he's going to play for them. Although Johnson has been pretty good. Last year he was great. Um, he was great for what no, you want him for. No, absolutely. I mean, we still rank top five. Uh, passing yards, but he played a lot of games last year. He and, played you know, well. It, it it is funny how, like you say, like see you soon. It's like absolutely true. Like yeah, he's the Jordan Matthews say, of the they defense. Probably go, they probably go like when they say, "Oh, we're gonna cut you." They probably go, Dante, just just stay here, dude. Don't don't even don't even move. Like yeah, they might have no cut him for to. you know salary. Um, yeah, which we'll get into later about how the Niners made a salary move today um, that gives them a little more yes. space for the season. Uh, right. But Dante Johnson on the practice squad is protected. He probably be, he probably will be brought up if um, Mosley, who looks like he can't go, won't be able to play. Uh, he'll be right. brought up for that. Uh, so you would have Lenore, Verrett, Williams, Johnson, Norman as your as your uh, corners. Then as you have corners. a bunch of Correct. yeah. Then you have a bunch of safeties. You can maybe put a safety in the slot if you need to the guard someone like Hufunga. Uh, Hufunga, yeah maybe even Jimmy Ward if you need to yeah. like a player or so um, right which he can because we've seen him play corner and he plays and safety and so he's both played both safety positions and corner I mean fuck man yeah but you know their best we'll, we'll see their best secondary player is going to be their defensive line because if your defensive if your defensive line is able to get to the quarterback and yeah, yeah and able to you know basically kill the passing game and able to get sacks, your corners look incredibly better. Absolutely. I don't think that's proper English, but that's what it is. Because um, back in 2019, remember, the Niners secondary wasn't great. You know, they had Sherman, but they just never threw the Sherman. They had one, they had one really, they had two good corners, one good outside guy in Sherman, one good inside guy in, you know, Williams. But the rest, their, their secondary wasn't great. But their pass rush was great. And they were up a lot. In games two, they run the ball, control possession, if your secondary is not as good, that's why I always that's why I don't really like drafting corners in round one because I'd rather go defensive line and get pass rushers. Because if your pass rushers are good, your offense keeps the ball, runs the ball, scores points. Your secondary is going to play a whole lot better, and that's what they need in this game. That's the number one key: get pressure on Jared Goff. Who, when they get pressure on him in history, uh, they annihilate him. And Jared Goff is not a good quarterback against the 49ers. Has not been. He's had one yeah. good game. And that was the first year against 
the Niners, um, that Thursday, I think it was Thursday night with against Brian Hoyer. That's his best game he's ever had against the Niners. Other than that, he was bad last year. Um, he was bad in the two games through that pick six to Fred Warner in 2019. Uh, Kinlaw, and really, Kinlaw. Kinlaw, yeah, <laughs> doing that well. And but yeah, that's that's the that's Josh Norman. So I think at the end of it all, he is gonna play. Um, but how much he's gonna play, we'll find out. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about obviously it's a little bit of defense right there. Let's talk about like the Lions and who guys to watch. We already mentioned multiple of their names. I mean, DeAndre Swift being the number probably the number one guy you want to watch uh, on this Lions offense. Number two being TJ Hawkinson. You know, pretty good tight end coming out of Iowa. Knows George Kittle. Um, really good. I think he had uh, fuck. I think he had six TDs last year. Um, really good player. Really good. Really good pass catching tight end for sure. Um, and then I put Jared Goff, LOL, just as a joke. <laughs> but the the receivers on this team are they're not good. Nope. They are not good. Uh, Tyrell Williams is your number one receiver. Yikes. Amon St. Brown, who came from the Packers, who was cut this this, pre, this season, uh, is your number two receiver. Yikes. Uh, you have Khalif Raymond. Um I remember last year, Quintez Cephas was he did he played somewhat well when Kenny Dal- when Kenny uh, Galladay was hurt, um, but yeah, not looking like a strong uh, receiving core. Uh, so it's like a nice, somewhat soft matchup for our corners. Obviously, like you said, they, some will be hurt. So I mean, get it done there uh, on the outside. Um, obviously, we're one uh, mentioned to also watch. Not regarding really. It's more regarding our defensive line. Is that Penny Sewell is going to be their starting left tackle? Mm. And you know he struggled in the preseason. Yes, he is However, a rookie. Did he was not play right at tackle. all uh, last year. And I think I noticed this: the players that didn't play last year, not like they're going to be terrible pros. They're just they're just projects. Because you have to, in order to be like ready for football, you have to play football. He didn't play last year either. Did Ambry Thomas. So the guys who didn't play last year, for good reasons why, you know, COVID, nobody knew the really the health issues you can get from it fully yet. Um, right. So you, can, you, I don't blame them for not playing last year, but it, I don't blame anyone for no, not playing last absolutely year. Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. No. Yeah. yeah. It just like, it just makes it more of a project because they haven't played in a while. They're learning. They're going from college players to pro players. Different way of living too. You don't have classes. You basically are there in the morning for a couple hours, and you're home by yourself the whole entire day. So it's going to take a little bit of time for them to get ready. And he was playing right tackle because they had their left tackle. I think it was um, Taylor Luan, is it? Or was it another Michigan guy? I forget the guy's name. Um, I can't remember. I'll look it up later. But, I mean, they had a good left tackle. They wanted to play him right tackle. It hasn't worked out really. But now the guy's injured. You move him. You move the position he was playing in college, which I'm never really a big fan of drafting a guy at a position in college and moving him to a different spot, um, especially on an offensive line and in his rookie year. Um, you know, some teams do it. Some teams do it and it works out to success. But the Lions are seeing firsthand how sometimes it takes a little bit longer for these players to get ready for it. Right. Um, so I mean, uh, maybe he gives up like five sacks. I wouldn't, uh, I oh. imagine that how he would not be able to. <laughs> yeah, Bosa, D Ford, who, um, Samu Bakum. Yeah, we'll say it right. I'll say it right now. Uh, Bosa and Ford are full go, are full go with no snap counts. 
However, I think mm-hmm. Bosa is going to play a lot more than Ford. Ford, you just have to have him on third downs. Passing situations. Yes. Yes. You play him inside, play him outside. Play him on a linebacker position off the edge a little bit if you want to. Get a little creative. Um, play him inside. Because we saw, as we talked about a couple episodes ago, we saw that when they play him inside against in the playoff game against the Vikings, D4, although not the strongest, is just too fast for interior linemen. And, too fast. Uh, if you play him on an edge against a rookie, he's going to be too fast for him. The rookie's going to be head spinning. D Ford's a veteran. He's used to this. Although for D Ford, it might be sort of like a – he might be a little bit nervous because he missed all of last year. He's itching to play. Yep. He looked great in this offseason, apparently. Um, but you don't, you, don't, you don't need Ford playing 100% of the snaps. And the Niners aren't going to do that with no. any of their – Bosa's alignment. obviously the more guy that you want to play because, I mean, he's a, more of a three-down. Yeah. But the Niners just anyway. don't do that. And like you were saying, D Ford's more of the pass rush specialist to go in. Uh, situations, I'm going to say, like, you know, second in, like, 15, second and long, even if earlier, and then, you know, He's going to be on down. the field for most third downs, I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Most are – maybe all of them. Maybe most of the time. But, I mean, we we, we keep 11 defensive linemen. The rotation's going to be crazy. So, he might not even play all third downs. Like you were saying. Yeah, it's going to be but like – Like most of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be like hockey line changes where you have a guy out there – for no longer than you know, forty-five seconds, a minute is pushing it. You do quick shifts, get guy, in, get guys in and out, get them rested. So later in the game, you can lean on your heavy guys, uh, the guys yes. like your first line, like Connor McDavid, stuff like that, uh, where yes. you have him out there for most of the third period, or in this case, the fourth quarter. So you get after the after the quarterback and try to win the game. But as I, but the end all that, it's just going to be good to see him back on the field. This defensive line is stacked. I think it's the best defensive line of football. They have a, they might have the they might not have the most sacks in the NFL this year, but they're going to force a lot of turnovers, um, and it's just going to be fun to see Bosa and Ford out there. Even if in, Bosa Ford with Armstead, well, who when Armstead was at his best, Bosa and Ford were out there. Then you hope, yes. as we talked about earlier, Javon Kinlaw has a knee issue, might miss Week One. You hope you get him a little bit rested. Hope that you hope you get his knee under control. Then you have him in the middle. Then you the defensive line are going to have to double team Bosa. Might have to double team Eric Armstead when he's going well, which will lead to inside pressure by Kinlaw, uh, who's more of the guy who plays inside. He might play a little outside, but not often. Uh, that's more of Armstead's role. But you get all those guys in. Then you have Ebukam, who I think is the next Shaq Barrett. Um, who Shaq Barrett had a sack last night. Sack last night. And sack I have an incredible innate, innate eye for underutilized talent because i do <laughs> wayne gallman even though he didn't make the niners teams the niners are stacked got signed immediately and he's really good this guy is gonna be really good shaq barrett is my crowning achievement by far he's really good as well also Corey davis i thought was really good and guess what he is i like Corey davis this year especially in fantasy i have him with one team yeah Jameson Crowder, too, because Jameson Crowder last year was getting like 13 catches a game with, with uh, Joe Flacco. It's like, what the hell? Yeah, but he's not playing a week when he got COVID. Feels bad. But the thing is, he is vaccinated, so he's only going to miss, you know, a week, basically. Yeah, basically. But yeah, also, I have a question uh, for your fantasy team, though. I love questions. I love questions. I did this. If the guy wasn't okay. vaccinated, I wasn't going to draft him because I, I don't trust him. Because if he gets sick. He's out for like ten days, and that's basically two weeks of football. Uh I didn't really look into it to be honest. I just drafted guys that that are guys, you know. Like I could I could have drafted Ryan Tannehill, but I was like, no, 
I mean, eh. I did. Yeah, but I, you know, he's he's your, he's your backup. I did, and then I dropped him. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's what you that's what you even fantasy. I just I'm like Farhan Zadi of the Giants. I make moves every Shut week. The fuck I drop up. Shut people, the, add people. I drafted Hunter Shut Renfro. I Hunter Renfro's my Dante Johnson. I drafted him, cut him for a running back, picked him back up, cut him for a running back, picked him back up, cut him for a receiver, then picked him back up because you know Gus Edwards tore his ACL. But I did draft Tyson Williams, and he's going to be the starter. I don't know who to claim anymore because that it is so fucked. Yeah, we're like, oh yeah, JK. Remember we're talking all that shit like Gus Edwards. What a fucking pick by us. Two weeks later, oh, yeah, his ACL tore. Uh, he's out for the year. Oh my god, unbelievable. Wait, well, I, I, I immediately went. I picked him, Tyson Williams. I drafted the and... fuck. I was like, wait a minute, I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, fucking terrible. It is what it is, though. Fantasy football, a. Yeah. You live and die by the waiver wire, you know? Yeah, and Curtis Samuel's out for me, which me but I've Terry I've Terry McLaurin, which means he's gonna get all the targets. Terry McLaurin. Curtis yeah. Samuel's going to IR. Short short term IR. Yeah, short term. Three weeks. Feels that's bad. Them. Not, that's never good when you, That's never good when your number one free agent pickup <laughs> gets injured and is missing the first four weeks. Three or four yeah, weeks, whatever. Pretty shitty. Pretty shitty. Yeah. You obviously want him out there week one, but hey, it is what it Yeah, is. I remember this one story where there's like this center in the early 2000s, the mid-2000s, who was like an all-pro with the Saints for like three years in a row. He goes like – he signs a big deal with the Browns. The first practice, tears his Achilles, doesn't play a snap for him. Good fuck. And he signs like a five-year deal with like – at that point, like $45 million, which is a huge deal in like early 2000, like 2005, 2006 – Never played a snap. Then a couple years later, Niners worked them out, didn't sign them, but they worked them out. Feels bad. Yeah. Then, you know, Jarek McKinnon towards ACL, then missed the second year, and he's a bum. Fuck him. And I hope he um also, you know what? I'm not a fan of the I'm not a fan of the single digit numbers now. You know why? Why? Because he's he's number one. And you know what? You have to be good to be a single digit. I'm sorry. You cannot be Jarek <laughs> McKinnon wearing number one. You're terrible. That's like that's that's so bad. That's so bad. That's why I'm not a fan of this number one shit. Like this like these single digit numbers. However, I'm a fan of the Niners cornerbacks being one, two, three, four. That is sick as hell. Well, it goes corner and then the safeties are all single. It's pretty sick. I mean, Kowalski changes number to four. It was I was like, oh shit, here we go, baby. No, it's uh, I think it's Jimmy Ward's one, two is Verrett, yes. three is Mosley. Oh, no, no three, three is Tart, no, four no, no, is no. Mosley. Three is Tart, four is Mosley. I missed up. That's place, that, yes. that is sick to me. That is actually pretty cool. I'm a fan of that. But Jared McKinnon getting a single digit, not a fan of. You have to number earn one, it. For number, me. number one, two. Jesus you Christ. have to earn it. That's like for Deshaun Jackson, who's like, when he remember Deshaun Jackson in college, he was, he. I'm I say I'm saying this right now. He was the best Cal player of that era, and that like he's the he was the best college football player Cal's ever had. They had Aaron Rodgers, Marshawn Lynch, Marvin Jones, Keenan Allen, Javid Best, Justin For- Justin Forsett. Justin Forsett. They had more like they had Aaron Rodgers. They had everybody. You already said that. <laughs> yeah, like the, Cal, Cal in the early two thousands, mid two thousands. Crazy, crazy. Alex Mack at one point in the one point when they're they're ranked number two in the NFL, in the NCAA, 
they were going to be number one, but their quarterback just forgot they had no timeouts and got tackled in play, and they couldn't kick a field goal to win the game. <laughs> they were number two in the country. You look at that team; they had twenty-two pros, and twenty-two, like twenty, like fifteen of those twenty-two pros were really good too. They had Mike Muhammad, like Sidquan Thompson in the secondary, Marshawn Lynch, Marvin Jones, Aaron. They had Aaron Rodgers. Well, not they didn't have Aaron Rodgers then, but you know they had. I mean, they they were just stacked. Alex Mack is great. Brian De La Puente, who was really good for a couple of years with the Saints. That, that Cal was just a powerhouse, and now Cal sucks. They lost in Nevada Week One. However, Nevada yeah, has his good quarterback, Carson Strong. You ever watch this guy? He's going to be a top five pick. He is. He threw a ball on a rope, sixty yards, and it, it looked effortless. You know how some quarterbacks when they throw it deep, like it looks like they're straining to throw it deep. This guy just do like on a, like a three step drop, just chucked it up in the air on a bullet path right to the receiver. It was really impressive. He's gonna be a top five pick. Uh, we'll talk about him later on in the season when we get to our draft stuff. Which yeah, I'm not. Yeah, we'll get into that later. We'll but, get into that later. Well, let's, let's, so you have one more question we want to talk about here. Yeah, one more question than a statement than a thing we we can get into. But what this means? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so. So the 49ers running back room, it goes Raheem Mostert, Trey Sermon, Kyle Juszczyk, Elijah Mitchell. I'm missing one more name. Jermichael Hasty. Jermichael Hasty, right there. For now. That's the five. Yes. For now. Right there, right? For now. Um, so who gets the most carries this game? Well, I, I'll ask for this game, then I'll ask are you, for the whole are, entire are season. Are you asking for the whole season? We'll I mean, do yeah, both. I wasn't sure. We'll do both. We'll do both. For this game... Okay. I think Sermon's gonna get. I think Sermon's gonna get a lot of the carries. Because I think that what they're gonna do if, I think whenever Trey Lance is on the field, um, actually no, I think Mostert's gonna get most of the carries this game. But I think whenever no, Trey Lance no, no, is on no, the no, field, no, 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 no. dude, no, I'll, st- I'll stick with I. I'll stick to what I said. Sermon gets the most carries. But whenever Trey Lance is on the field, I think Raheem Mostert's gonna be on the field because Lance and him in the backfield is pretty is like we know Mostert's like the. Sp- Fastest guy in the NFL, basically. Speed guy. Sprint speed. He's the fastest guy in the NFL. Um, yes, absolutely. And Lance, even though Lance isn't like fast, fast, he's like, he's not like Kaepernick. He's kind of like, I don't know how to describe him. Like, he's not like Lamar Jackson quick. He, you know what? I'll say this. He's like, he is like Kaepernick quick. Where like, he's not, Kaepernick wasn't fast, but his strides, once he got going, it was over. That's the same thing with Lance. I think. Then you have Lance, you have the you do like a read option type thing where you have to if the you know, the linebacker goes down, you give the ball you keep the ball, linebacker goes to the side, you give it the most or have him run the ball. The speed the speed that's gonna give the Niners offense gonna be pretty special, I think. Um but I think that Sermon's gonna be the guy who's gonna get the ball between the tackles more. Um and Sermon's fast too. He's not any he's not slow or anything. But I think he's gonna get most of the carries not because Mostert's not a good running back, just because you want to save him a little bit. You want to use him in, right. s- in spots. You want to save him for later in the season. You don't want to get him injured. Um, but, yeah, so for me, I think Sermon's going to get the most carries in this game. He might get the most carries in this season, but I think Mostert might have the most yards, if that makes sense. The 49ers have signed Kai Nakua to the team's record squad and released linebacker Rashad Smith. Nakua's a good guy. He's a good player. Yeah, I like that. I like that guy. Yeah. I like that guy. Good special teamer right there. Um, I think this game 
fuck, man. It's just so hard. I mean, pause, 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 pause. pause, pause. Um, I think it goes to uh, Ricky Mostert this year. Or this, this game specifically. And I think for the whole entire year, I think it's going to be Ricky Mostert. Obviously, uh, if he gets if he's healthy the entire year. Yeah. Um, That's my one thing with him, that he might not be healthy for the entire year. That's the biggest thing. And if it's not, it's going to be Trey Sermon. But I think this game is going to be Raheem. And for the whole entire year, it's going to be Raheem. But it's going to be nothing more than 100. It's no, no running back on the team is going to have 200-plus carries. I'm just going to put that out there right now. So there's 17 games. That's basically – you would only need 12 carries a game to reach that, though. I think there is going to yeah, be a guy and 200. Yeah, and a lot of the times it doesn't happen. Okay, maybe 205, 202. In if it was a 16 game season, I'll, yeah. In my opinion, I don't think that's going to have yeah, more your than your opinion. No one's going to have more than 200 plus carries. You can't call someone's opinion wrong. It's their opinion. Well, you can, I, but that's just that's just that's just how I'm calling it. Yeah. Um, because the ball, Kenahan, Shanahan, we've already seen it. He likes to spread the ball around to really anyone. Well, yeah. Also, when Jeff Wilson comes back, there's going to be carries that go to Jeff Wilson. So yeah, you, exactly. you could be right. So no, it's 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 crazy, right? So I mean, obviously. With these guys, and then someone's gonna get cut. Not necessarily get cut. I would just move to the practice squad. Uh, get uh, you know, no one picks up a bunch of back from the practice squad. Um, but you know, it's, it's just, that's we've been seeing that that kind of trend. Jeff Wilson's ninety. People getting people getting hurt. Not able to, but I, I mean, I think it's gonna be evenly distributed. I think everyone's gonna have almost the almost or to somewhat near to each other in the same amount of carries. I think that's just how it's gonna go, unless someone is really. Yeah, it's just getting you know, which I think is going to be Raheem. If that does happen, he can have he can he if Raheem is healthy the whole entire year, he can have two hundred plus carries. But I think there's going to be games where, oh, he's hurt. They're going to go with Trey Sermon. Oh, he's hurt. They're going to go with Jamal Hasty instead. Yeah, I think that's going to happen. Yeah, so I'm looking at last year's stats. Um, The guy the most carries last year was Jeff Wilson of 126. He played in 12 games, started three. Mostert had 104 in eight games, so that's 13 a game for him. Um, McKinnon had 81, Hasty had 39, Coleman had 28. Well, we know who's going to have the least carries this year. It's going to be Juszczyk, but he might have the most touchdowns. That could be something we could see. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You never he know. had 17. So if you go by the – like Wilson got like 10 carries so, a game. Okay, so, so you said eight in eight games, Raheem had how many? 104? Yeah, so that's 13 times 17 is 221. I do think this, though, it's not going to be, they're not going to have anyone of over 250. That's not going to happen. It's not what Shanahan No, does. there's no one, no one's going to have over 250. Over 200, I think they might have a, they might, have, they're probably going to have one guy at least. But as you said, they're going to have, I think, four or five guys with over, like, well, they had three guys with over 80 rushes last year. I think they're going to have at least four guys over 70 this year. Yeah, and because now you add another game. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Good question. I like this question. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Wilson started a ton of games last year. No, he only said three, but how many games did he play in? He's, it said 12, but there was a point in the season like early where he he didn't really play. Like, no, he, just he wasn't playing, playing special at all. Teams. That was early in the season. So I think he might have played what he had that one week against the Patriots. We got the ball, I think, twenty times. Had over one hundred fifty yards, three TDs. Um, fucking stud! That was fucking crazy. I love that game. So I think it's it's gonna be it's gonna be based on who they play. If it's a team that's good against the run, they're obviously not gonna run the ball a lot. But you know, Shanahan likes to run. Shanahan's different from a lot of these new OCs. 
where you see a lot of offensive corners now just they love the pass they pass 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 shanahan and people from the shanahan system are kind of different in a way where they, they like to run the ball and that's what shanahan does mcveigh does that he likes to run the ball um yep. the packers guy although they had a couple injuries last year they like they, they like to run the ball so yeah um that's a good question now i think Absolutely great fucking question. Yeah. Um, why don't you talk about uh, what happened with Jimmy Ward's contract today? Also, back to this, uh, back to this other thing too about the rushing. Thing. Jesus Christ, Trey Lance too. He's gonna get a couple. He's gonna get carries too. So you're gonna have a lot of people. They might have a lot of guys with carries. He might get 50 carries this season. We shall see. Who? Uh, Who? Trey Lance. Yes. Okay. Move on. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo now. Anyways, uh, so Jimmy Ward, um, or as it says on our Google Doc, Jimmy Award uh, restructures his contract. Um, I think they took his 7.9 signing bonus or the seven or seven. He, they did something with a signing bonus when, in which they added 5.8 million more dollars in cap room, which means they go from, I think they had like 2 million or something or $1.5 million to now $7.3 million in cap space, which allows them to, you know, make signings during the season. But also it also make, it also allows them to make a trade too, if they need to for a corner. And there is this one corner in New England, who's going to be on the, I think, the pup list for the first six weeks. Um, I don't think he's going to miss any, he's not going to miss a season or anything like that. He's just missing the first couple weeks. Um, risky, because he's going to miss, and you won't be able to see him play. But there is a cornerback in New England, Stephon Gilmore, who's last year of his deal. Wants a new deal. Patriots might not want to give it to him. Niners have cap space. Could, could we see them trading for him? Trading for any other corner? Um... I can see that happening. The corner struggle, and they need to find someone. You can see that happening. Uh, maybe a receiver too, uh, Jamison Crowder. Maybe uh, once he comes back from uh, COVID list, um, he's only gonna miss one week, I think. Uh, but he's a good player. Have that number three slot. Have that number three guy established. Um, he might stick with Trent Sherfield. Maybe trade for offensive linemen, uh, stuff like that. So we'll be, we'll see what they'll do with that money they added. Um, this, this is probably going to be Garoppolo's last season as a Niner. So you get rid of his contract. There's another $25 million. You're going to have a lot of cap room next year. They go out and make signings. Uh, maybe make some more uh, restructures with Blake and Tomlinson, stuff like that. Uh, so sh- we shall see what happens there. But for, for this season, they have $7.3 million in cap. It allows them to make more signings and more cuts so they don't have to be up against the cap. Uh, the trades as well. So that's kind of a big, big news thing that came out today. And Jimmy Ward is a... Is a company man. He does whatever the Niners want, and the Niners pay him well, and he's really good. That's the best qualities you can have in a player. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so that's the Niner talk. Here we go. And first, it's been a while since we played this, but we'll, we'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to do some rapid-fire NFL playoffs and award predictions. No analysis. We're going right in it. Any questions you have, ask them. And if you're hearing this and you listen to this segment and you have any other, if you have anything to say about our picks and stuff like that, DM us on Instagram and tell us what you think. Who you think is going to be in the playoffs? Who you think is going to win these awards? MVP, who do you have? Rookie of the Year, who do you have? We want to... We yeah, have, we, interact with us. This yeah. season, this year, we want more interaction for fans uh, or five listeners. We want more interaction from you. One person... <laughs> If if one person from if one person listens to this episode and gives us like feedback, what their picks are, you know what, we'll be ecstatic. So, 
It's time for Rapid Fire NFL Playoffs and Award Predictions. Uh-oh, James, we are back. Week one, baby. It's time for NFL Playoff Predictions, NFC. James, who do you have as the one seed? I'm taking the Bucks this year. Oh, good pick. I have the Bucks as well. I picked them last year in the Super Bowl in week one, and they did. Or, no, I didn't pick that. I said they're the best team in the NFC, and they were. They won the Super Bowl. For me, I have the Bucks too. Number two, James. Who do you have as the two seed? The Niners. Ah, oh, the Niners. Good team there. I have the Green Bay P -p 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 Packers. Number three, James. Who do you have? I'm taking the P -p 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 Packers at number three. Ah, I had the Niners at three. We differ there, but not by much. <laughs> Moving on. Four seed. James, who do you have? I'm taking the Cowboys this year. The NFC East. Oh. I have the Washington football team, which is funny. It's funny. We're going Bucks, Packers. You're going Niners, Bucks, Packers. I go football team. Interesting. Moving on. The five seed. James. We both have NFC West teams here in our next, next two picks. Or in our top five, seven wildcard teams. Who do you have at number five? I'm taking the Seahawks here. Mm, I'm taking, you know what? Same division, different team. The Los Angeles Rams for me at five. Number six, James, who do you have? Oh, I'm taking the Krabby in New Orleans Saints, baby. Mm, the Saints, the w. Saints. Eat that W. The Saints go marching in, as that one great song said. The Saints go marching in. Moving on. Number, actually, yeah, no, this is my sixth seed. I have the Seattle Seahawks being the sixth seed behind Russell Wilson and their garbage team somehow making the playoffs Russell Wilson's great as hell moving on number seven James what NFC West team do you have here oh I'm taking the Rams here at number seven the Rams and number seven for me we kind of agree on everything except for football team and the Cowboys number seven as you said eat that dub eat that wild card berth Saints fans, you're the seventh seed and you play the Packers. Congrats. You're going to lose round one. <laughs> NFC picks there. Now it's time for the American Football Conference. AFC. James, one seed. Who do you have? I'm going with the Bills. Ah, the Bills. There's a saying Chris Berman used to do about the Bills. I forget what it is. Moving on. He goes, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Number one, I had the Kansas City Chiefs being the one seed. James, two seed. Who is it? Oh, I have the Chiefs as my two seed. Interesting. Wow. And guess what? I had the Bills as my two seed. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Three seed. James, pick. <laughs> who do you have? I'm taking the Ravens here with Lamar and the array of running backs that they have. Yep, Lamar and those running... I mean, the running backs and Lamar Jackson, uh, who is also a running back. Moving on. He, he, you know, he has a contract coming up. You don't pay running backs that much money usually. We'll see what they do there. Moving on. Three seed, me. I have the Tennessee... I don't believe in COVID. Titans. Making the three seed. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. Be healthy, please. We like we, You're a good player. We're Ryan Tannehill. Yep. Get your shot, baby. We want to see you healthy. Moving on. Four seed. James, who do you have? I'm taking the 
Tennessee Titans here. Wow. Four seed. Wow. The Titan. Hmm. I my four seed. Lost my train of thought there. Forgot what team we were on. Four seed me. The Cleveland. I can't believe I'm saying this. If you told me this three years ago, I say you're you're full of it. The Cleveland Browns will be the four seed. James. Jesus Christ. Now the wild card teams. James, who's your five seed? I, I'm actually going with the dog pound. Go with the Browns at the five mm, seed. The Browns. Interesting. I think we had the same amount. Of, we had the same teams in the in the playoffs in both conferences. Actually, no, we have one difference. Football team. Moving on. Five seed me. I had the Baltimore Ravens being the five seed. Moving on. Interesting. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Moving on now. Six seed. This team might surprise some people this year. James, who's your six seed? Ooh, I'm taking the Patriots. Taking the Patriots. Mm, the Patriots. My six seed. As the song starts again. Here we go. Six seed. Me. Pittsburgh Steelers. Moving on. The seventh and final team to make the a to make the AFC playoffs. James, who do you have? I'm taking the Steelers here. Mm, Steelers. Big Ben might be back. We shall see. Moving on. Actually, no. The Najee seven Harris. Seed. Najee Harris, baby. Yeah, he's going to be good. Seven seed. I have the Mac Jones-led New England Patriots being the seventh seed. And Kyle, Shan Kyle Shanahan, if you're listening, is somewhere smiling because he wanted he wanted Mac Jones. He thought Mac Jones was going to be good. We thought he was crazy. Mac Jones is pretty good, actually. He was in the preseason. We'll just see what happens in the regular season. Now, that's the playoff picks. Now, it's award time. James, most valuable player is the highest award you can get in the NFL. Last year's Aaron Rodgers, who in 2022 or 2021 will be the MVP of the NFL. James, who do you have? I'm taking Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Now, I was on this MVP Allen last year, and guess what? I'm back on it again. Josh Allen, MVP. Moving on. Defensive Player of the Year. This one's pretty easy. But James, we may, we may differ. Who do you have as your deep boy? Aaron Donald. Ah, we don't differ. I have Aaron Donald as well. Depoy for a fourth time. He's pretty good. Depoy, baby. Yeah, he's Depoy. pretty good. Now, Offensive Player of the Year. Now, you're probably thinking, well, Josh Allen's MVP. Is he going to be your Offensive Player of the Year, Jacob James? Well, not really. We're, we differ nope. here. No. Nope. But, James, who's your Offensive Player of the Year? I'm taking Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. He's a good pick. I differ, but same... Yeah, same division, same position. I have. So we wait for a song to come on. Christian McCaffrey being the Offensive Player of the Year. Moving on now to the Rookies of the Year. We forgot to add Defensive Rookie of the Year. We'll think about it on the spot. Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year. James, who do you have? I'm taking Trevor Lawrence over here as Rookie of the Year, baby. Mm, I'm going differently. I'm not picking the quarterback. However, I'm picking the guy with the highest amount of... Who has the best odds, the most he can win. Uh, I think he's like like 20 to 1 or something. You put 10 bucks on this guy, you win. He's he, 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 You put 10 on this guy, and he wins Rookie of the Year. You win 200 bucks. I have Kyle Pitts, tight end of the Falcons, as my offensive Rookie of the Year. Now moving on. Defensive Rookie of the Year. We have to think of this on the spot. James, who's your D-Roy? Who's my D-Roy? I am taking... 
Michael Parsons. I'm on the Cowboys. That's what I'm taking. Michael Parsons. Hmm. That's a good. That's a good pick right there. Can't argue with that. I'm gonna differ though, just to be different. I'm gonna take. What's his name? Shit. P.J. Sertain. Is that his name? Patrick. Sertain. Patrick Sertain. I'm taking Patrick Sertain as my defensive rookie of the year. On the bucket. Uh, he's on the Bears. The Bears. Fuck. I almost said the Bucks and the Bears. He's on the Broncos. The Broncos. The Broncos. Yes. That's where he's at. Could have drafted a quarterback, but now we'll have Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> Moving on now. Coach of the year. James, who's your coach of the year? I'm taking Kyle Shanahan, baby. Mm, Kyle Shanahan. That's a good pick. He's a good coach. I agree with you. Kyle Shanahan is my coach of the year. Now, should I keep the music playing, turn it off for our picks, or keep it going? What should I do? You should absolutely turn it off. Turn it off. Now is our NFL awards. That was fun. I like talking about our awards, and that song just gives me so hype. I missed I missed that song so much. Oh my god! When I first listened to that yesterday, before a football game started, I wanted to run through a wall. I was so excited. Moving on now to our week one picks. Last year, I think James, you won the picks, right? I did finally. Yeah, you won two years in a row. Yep, two one. And I came out uh, winning it, winning it last year. You know? Yeah. So we're doing the same thing, doing our picks. Yep. But we did add something. We did add something to we our picks. As we did last year, we had a Thursday night game. We did the Niners, the Raiders, Sunday night, Monday night, lock of the week, upset of the week. We have a special new one that we'll get to a little bit later. But since the Raiders play Monday night, they'll be on the Monday night game. There's only one Monday night game this year. No, usually there's two, right? Yeah. For some reason, I know, last one. Year where there was two. Yeah, it used to be two for a long time. That was like the best. You come home after school, you know, you, you eat a bowl of cereal, some cinnamon, cinnamon toast crunch. You go upstairs. Nope. You know, maybe you take a shower, do something, you know, brush your teeth or something like that. I don't know what you do. Um, and you just wait for the first game to come on at four o'clock. It used to be some crap game. It would be like, I remember one year it was the uh, Jets and Lions. Like, ugh, Jesus. Um, yeah. Yeah. You watch that game. Then this late night game. Sometimes it would be Niners. Sometimes mostly it would be Raiders for someone. You have a full day of football after a full day of Sunday during the school week. Just a great way to start start off your week, basically. Um, but only one game this week. But before we get to the Monday night game and the Raiders game against the Ravens, we had our picks yesterday. Um, I, we we talked about the game already. I'm not sure if we talked about who we picked or not. But uh, we both picked the Bucks to win yesterday. We had a text message that we did. Um, we, we picked the game to be kind of a blowout. I picked 38-21. You picked 35-20. Um, let me see. Let me see. I can't remember it. You did 35-17. 35-17. Yeah, so um, and the game was what, 31-29? 30, 31-29, correct. So yeah, so we both picked the Bucks to win. Um, we usually we we don't we for those who don't remember or who are new here, if you are no for those who don't know, Jake. What the oh fuck yeah, man. Jesus, what am I doing? For those who don't know, um, if you're new to this podcast, welcome. First off, I'm Jake. That's James. Um, four of you are doing this. Four of you are picks. Uh, usually we just we just pick the games out outright. We don't do like you know favorites, underdogs, like Vegas lines. We don't do that um, because we can't. But we both picked the Bucks to win, so we're one to zero there. 
A uh, good way to start the season for our picks. But now we get to the week one slate of the games we will pick. First off, we have the Niners-Lions. Uh, week one in Detroit. First game in the Dan Campbell era. He's looking to bite some kneecaps off. There was this tweet yesterday about when the DeAndre Swift news came out. You know, it's not true. There's a tweet by this one guy, like what Dan Campbell would say. You're like, man, I love that. You know, not murder or anything, but I like the, I like having guys who are not afraid to put people in body bags. Like Jesus, but it was fake. <laughs> Jesus, fucking it was Christ, funny though. though. It was funny to watch. Um, but Niners versus Lions, James. We both we, we both know who we're gonna who's gonna win this game. But James, absolutely. Who do you have? Who? Hello. Yep. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Where did you go? I'm here. I don't know what happened there, but I'm here. Um, Niners, Lions, James. Who do you have? What the fuck was that? I don't know. It sounded like you had like some like fan going on in, on your phone. You're the one who has the fan on. My dude. fan's off. But anyways, my fan's not on. Uh, it was like it was probably some static or something like that. But we're back. Uh, Niners, Lions, James. Who do you have? I'm taking the 49ers. Obviously, taking the Niners here. Uh, score prediction wise, I think we're gonna go. Uh... Uh, 30, 35, 35, 21. There you go. 35, 21. I'll go 31, 13, Niners. Moving on. Nice. Sunday night football. We have Rams versus Bears. Uh, Andy Dalton's going to start the game. Uh, it's starting for the Bears this season. We're not sure how long. Should be Justin Fields because why would you ever want Andy Dalton over Justin Fields? Uh, Should be. But that's not going to happen. Sunday Night Football, Rams versus Bears at Los Angeles. Um, I have the Rams winning this game. Uh, it's going to be a close game, I think, because the Bears defense is really good. I have it 24-17 Rams. James, what about you? I'm also taking the Rams. Yeah, I mean, obviously, when you pick, I got to save your job in the first round, a.k.a. Justin Fields, you would start him, but they're not. It's kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm taking the Rams. I hope. I, I, my prediction, I don't know if you saw, um, my friend, uh, added us on, on Twitter asking, uh, over under the weeks that Justin Field comes in. I think that he comes in and he plays the Lions before. I guess the game he starts, but, um, hmm. I don't think, cause their schedule is kind of tough. I don't think you go, I don't think you, Rams, tough defense. You have Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, um, I was just looking at the weeks, and I think the Lions probably your best bet to see what he can actually do. And if he does play well there, you start him for the rest of the year. But yeah, I think uh, Rams here, fuck man. Yeah, I agree. I think it's gonna be a close game. I, it's it's. I think uh, like uh, thirty-eight, Jesus. twenty-eight. Rams. You're giving a thirty-eight. Oh, okay. You're giving twenty-eight points to the Bears. Wow. I am giving 28 points for the Bears, correct. High-scoring game. I'd like to see that, though. Moving on, Monday Night Football. Ravens-Raiders. I have the Ravens winning this. Um, Raiders just aren't... They're, they're, the offense is going to be good, I think. We need to see uh, Henry Ruggs make, take a huge step this year. We talked about that last year, how they didn't really feature him much for some reason. Um, but I have the Ravens here uh, winning this game pretty single-handedly and pretty easily. I think 38-21. Um, James, who do you have? I'm thinking the Ravens as well. Um, yeah, I think 
I definitely agree with uh, what you're saying. I mean, the Ravens, the, the Raiders' defense is going to be absolute trash, uh, no matter what. And I think their offense, I think it takes actually uh, a big step. I think Josh Jacobs plays really well. I think Kenyon Drake as the RB two also plays really well. Henry Ruggs, um, they seem to, they seem to use the guy. You know, it's, it's got to use the guy. Um, and I mean, Derek Carr, he can sling it. Obviously, he can also sling it uh, on fourth down in the back of the end zone, throwing the ball away as well. But I mean. <laughs> yeah, you know, bold choice by the the Raiders to have a bar behind the end zone where Derek Carr might be throwing the ball. That's a bold choice. Um, but yeah, no, I'm taking the Ravens here. Um, yep. And I think the Ravens is absolutely just run the run the ball down the Raiders' throats this game. Yep. All right, lock of the week. Um, I had the Vikings over the Bengals. Not, I'm not sure if uh, Joe Burrow is starting. I'm not sure what's happening there. He is. He's playing. He's, start, he's playing. Okay. But I, I like yeah, the Vikings more. The Vikings are a better team. Um, so I had the Vikings. Yeah, I'm going uh, Chiefs over Browns here. Um, should be a really good game, actually. I think it's going to be somewhat close. It's either going to be somewhat close or it's going to be an absolute blowout. Um, yeah. But now I'm taking Chiefs here. I think uh, this is going to be a high scoring game. Mahomes obviously is going to do his thing. Tyreek Hill is going to do his thing. What I really want to see is take steps, big steps from Michael Hardman, who's been in the league for four years now. Mm-hmm. He's the number two receiver. There's no Sammy Watkins. Obviously, you have Travis Kelsey there, but, you know, do something. Be a guy this year. Be a fucking guy this year. All right. Um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I have him in three of my fantasy teams. Yep. I need him to go like a thousand rushing. He had 1,100 total yards last year. That's great as a rookie. I need him to go a thousand and either rushing or receiving and like a hundred something and either uh, rushing or receiving. That'd be fucking great. But no, I like him a lot this year too. Uh, he, he was dealing with a high ankle sprain, but I mean, as an ankle sprain, they didn't say it was high. I, people alluded to it being high, but he was completely fine. He's healthy now. Um, should play really well. Baker Mayfield, he should do his thing. Baker um, Mayfield. Jarvis Landry, OBJ, you know, good receiving core. Yeah, Austin Hooper, uh, who else is there? David Njoku. And then you have, you know, great running tandem and Nick Chubb and kicking it with Kareem. So, should be a good game to watch. I'm excited. But yeah, like I said, taking the Chiefs in this game. Yep. Upset of the week now. Um, I have the Giants over the Broncos. Um, I just don't like the Broncos quarterback. Um, I like him as a person, as an NFL player. I think he's really below average. Uh, might be one, probably a Ooh, Teddy? Player. Yeah. Did you ever see that photo of Teddy? No, what? Did you ever see that photo of him like when he was at Louisville? I mean, I thought he was going to be a number one pick at Louisville. No, no, no. Did you see the photo? You know what photo I'm talking about? Let me look at it. For those who don't know, or who do know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Oh, picture day? Huh? Picture day? Yes, exactly. Jesus. I mean, what is it? (laughs) Oh, my God. 1950s? Well, those 1950s wouldn't. I see you, Teddy. I see you, man. Giants over Broncos, huh? Um, you think Saquon plays well this year? I'm not. I I I think he's I think he's really good. Their offensive line just atrocious. The Giants are just fucking dog shit. But hey, you're picking them over, so yeah. But... I don't think it's the best. I don't think it's just, I don't think this is the best pick you can. Nah. Upset pick, it's kind of it's upset picks are hard week one because there's no such thing as an upset in week one. 
Jake, it's not upset like team wise. It's just upset record, not record wise. It's just team spread. I know, but like week one, anything can happen. No shit, it's week one. But I mean, you know, this is you know, remember that. Remember you know. the Jaguars won week one last year. Like, oh, the Jaguars might not be that bad. They lost fifteen straight. <laughs> they went one of fifteen. <laughs> like, well, yeah, week one. Lol. Lol. Yeah, I'm going uh, Chargers over Washington. I don't know how. Washington is favored in this game. But I'm thinking the Chargers. Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert. Uh, Austin Eckler is not going to play, which feels fucking bad. Well, he's, he's officially out? I don't know, but it's not looking good. He hasn't practiced in two straight days. <sighs> I drafted that fucker in one of my leagues. <laughs> so did I. He's so, so. soft. No, I'm joking. He's not so. He's always injured, though. Yeah, he's always injured. You hate it. He, I mean, there was a year he wasn't injured, and then he got injured last year, and now he's injured again. You hate Holy to see it because I like shit. the guy. Like, yeah, I mean, drink some milk. <laughs> Holy fuck! It's always um, a hamstring. You know, his foot's are. Oh, well, I'm not sure actually. I don't think he's ever torn ACL or anything like that. It's not like okay, they, they, listed, they listed him. As questionable as of right now. Mm. That's just like, holy shit. But I did drop Jonathan Taylor, and I have a backup, so I'm good there. But Oh, me too, dude. I've done it a bunch of my leagues as well. But guess what time it is. Guess what time it is. New pick alert. New thing to the picks this year. We take the worst game of the worst of the NFL week and we pick it. In a segment we call Jesus. Are we really picking this game? Week one. The worst game I've ever seen in my life. The Jaguars are playing against the Texans. Both teams are going to be god-awful. James, who do you have? Are we really picking this? I'm also taking the Jags, but it's fucking Lawrence time. Yeah, I'm going to take the Jaguars as well. Um, I don't feel good about it. These teams suck. Texans are starting Tyrod Taylor. They have three running backs who are like 50 years old. Philip Lindsay. What, Mark Ingram. David Johnson. David Johnson. <laughs> oh my God. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's the on the team, off. but he's not going to play. Turn Jesus. The music off. We're really picking this game. Turn the music off. And that is our pe- that our peaks. That is our picks. Jesus. I I almost made a whole entire episode about stuttering once, or <laughs> flopping on my words. I just fucked it up. God, I hate you. How about that for a new segment? Jesus, are we really picking this game? I think it has potential. I mean, this game, though. We're going to see this. We're going to... I mean, whenever they play again, it's going to be back in this spot. That's for damn sure. Also, did you hear <sighs> Urban Meyer... The Urban Meyer is off to a rocky start already? What happened? Well, you know that running back they drafted, they want to turn receiver? Well, you know, he's out for the right. season, right? Well, yeah, Charles um, Yes. Urban Meyer said that. 
Urban Meyer said something that he, you're supposed to, like, you, you think about, but you're not supposed to say out loud, kind of like what Michael Scott does. We talked about COVID huh. guys, like, yeah, we, you know, we, we got rid of some guys who aren't vaccinated, which you're, you know, you can think that, you're not supposed to say it out loud. Um, they hired a racist strength and conditioning coach who they fired immediately after day one. <laughs> uh, the coach, the players already tired of Urban Meyer and how he, you know, gets after, how he, not how he gets after him, but how he handles other players. Um, their owner is trying to move the team. Trevor Lawrence did not look good in the preseason. He did look good in week three. Um, but overall, it was a struggle for him. Their offensive line is terrible. Um, they're running back. They have Carlos Hyde, who's going to – how much you want to bet Urban Meyer is going to give Carlos Hyde more carries this year? Because that's something Urban Meyer might do because he loves he loves um, Carlos Hyde because he did get him in uh, college. Absolutely. Um, Probably. If that happens, I'm going to be so fucking pissed off. Yeah, the Jags are just – I don't think this – This is. I think this Urban Meyer is going to end quickly and in disaster. I just don't, I just don't <laughs> think he I – I just don't think he's – because like you know how like in co- in college he had he he can get all he can get every single player he wanted all the best players he can get them NFL there's yeah. a salary cap and you have to work with your GM and you can't be at every and sometimes your GM just has to sign a guy off the street that you don't know about and you can't watch him because you have to work about you have to worry about your team so I mean I just don't know it's this, this is like oof but we shall see what happens I hope Trevor Lawrence has a good career. Um, but I feel bad that he went here. I do. I mean, we'll have to see. Yeah. But, um, yeah, anything else you want to add to our week one NFL season preview and picks or anything like that? No, I have nothing else to add. So, let's end the episode right here. Thank you for listening to the Debate Podcast. Your James with Jake, episode 136. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the BA Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at BA underscore podcast one. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on the podcast app. Follow us on the SoundCloud app. And also subscribe to us on the podcast app. I said podcast app twice, but it is what it is. Yeah, you know, it happens. Um, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe to 50 times to gain the system. Electrical has been in the industry for the past 40, four years. 40, yeah, basically four years, 44, 45 months. We started in February of 2017, I think it was. Um, Some shit like that. So yeah, a long time. So over like like six, 54 months or something like that. Um, I don't know actually. But wait a minute. Oh yeah, wait. do about 50 times to gain the system. Resus- subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Do about 50 times to gain the system. Let you learn an issue in the past. Fuck, I already said that. So we got Doctor Podcast Worldwide. We will take Doctor Podcast Sports for Recreation. But as you know and we know, we shoot for the stars to debate a podcast. So get Doctor Podcast Worldwide. Do that. We'll give you a high five. We'll give you Jesus Christ. We'll give you a high five. James. Bye. Bye. Go Giants.